having a bejeweled butt plug might uh, give the wrong idea to this. Yeah, that's a this really good point. So like maybe there could be ones, and I've never looked, but maybe they have ones that have like the do not enter sign on it. <laughs> like the, the X from Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. Say hi, Mike. What's up? Okay, we'll get him slightly more involved than that shortly. But first, uh, Your Mileage May Vary is a sometimes comedy, sometimes serious show about subjects close to everyone's heart, sex, and relationships. The topics we discuss come from our internet and personal adventures, and given our dubious qualifications for discussing them, you should probably not treat this show as a primary source for life advice. That said, we think we are pretty entertaining and we hope you agree. We'd love it if you'd subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Just search Your Mileage May Vary or visit us at ymmvpod.com. You can also email us at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Okay, that's a bit long. Maybe we should reconsider that. But in any case, and if you're lucky, we'll answer your questions on the show, anonymized, of course. We also famously pay 10 whole dollars to anyone who provides us thoughtful feedback. So again, our email address is ymmvpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, and one more note. We're planning on recording significantly more regularly over the coming weeks. So that's something for you to look forward to and also a great time to tell your friends about us. Okay, Mike, um, are you aware of the hand wringing around Tinder openers? No, I have no idea what I, I've literally, I mean, I obviously know what Tinder is and I know what an opener is, but beyond that, I have no idea what you're talking about. So there are websites dedicated to coming up with the perfect Tinder opener to solicit a response from people you've matched with. And people have all kinds of different theories. You know, the red pill group has one theory and other folks have other theories. Um, I have AB tested a bunch of things myself. Um, so these are comments. These are specifically, essentially, these are Tinder pickup lines. Right. You've right. matched with someone and, you know, matching is a good sign. You know, they've, they've swiped yes on you, but, you know, attractive females have, you know, dozens or hundreds of matches. And so, you know, you got to do something to, you know, rise to the top. Right. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yep. So... You know, some people say you should just send a GIF, you know, like maybe something with a, a pun in it. Like there's this one where a whale is breaching and it says, well, hello there. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Does Tinder, you know, does Tinder limit the set of GIFs you can send? I mean, could you can you send a dick pic is what I'm what I'm getting at. Excellent question. Tinder, Bumble and Hinge. Sorry, Tinder and Hinge do not allow sending images. Bumble does. But they, when you say a, a GIF, though, they'll let you like select from a pre-approved yes. set of GIFs. Okay. Correct. You can search, and but yeah, you can't. I, I, the number of dick pics that go back and forth, well, not back and forth, forth, uh, must be preposterous. I'm, I'm sure Tinder at some point. I mean, but I did once have a Grinder account, and I can say that at least on that one, it's obvious they go back and forth. Yeah, but not on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Yeah. Right. I mean, is there some something a woman can do to sort of tell a guy to fuck off after he sends a tinder pic or a dick pic i assume that the normal thing is just ghosting i, I have a friend who yeah, or block block yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I apparently I have a friend who recently restarted using Tinder late recently and told me that like women are actually very appreciative that he doesn't immediately send a dick pic. So it must be so common. I mean, actually I was surprised by that. It must be so common that like just not doing it is like a pretty, pretty good sign. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it you know, it depends on age group and, you know, what what kinds of people you're matching with. But yeah, I think some women get a zillion matches and three quarters of them just immediately launch into some sort of, you know, hey baby, what are you doing tonight? And I guess, yeah, presumably that would get exhausting. But like, why are those men doing that? Like, it's it can't be the case that they have so many matches that they can just fritter them away like that. I mean, I remember uh, being in a situation where basically I would only pursue women when I was really hard up. Like, in other words, I would kind of defer it because I had other things I was doing. Uh-huh. And so maybe, maybe most, maybe many guys are like that. Is it like the, you know, it's sort of like, they're like, crap, I, I really want to have sex soon. And then they just aren't, they can't, they don't have the patience, right? To be willing to, you know, have like a 45 minute conversation with someone or whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. I think they just, you know, I, I'm sensitive to that, to that frustration, but I just can't imagine. I mean, maybe it's the case that girls who are who are who are you know, as they say, DTF, uh, down to fuck. Maybe they respond positively to that if the if the guy is attractive enough. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the key, right? Like, it's not. I, my impression is that most of these guys are not that attractive. So I'm not. That doesn't make sense to me that that would I, look. I don't know. I maybe they're just trolling. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, my guess is that the success rate of that is so low that it's close to zero. Even women that would be DTF probably just can't, you know, out of pride or like, I can't, I can't right. allow this. Right. Like, wouldn't they prefer like at least, you know, hand waving toward a little bit of politeness before getting into yeah. the logistics? Yeah, no, it's bizarre. It's a bit, well, there, one other thing that I would leave out there, which is like, and you notice this on, um, you know, I noticed this on like sites like uh, uh, cam sites, like Chatterbait. Like you'll be on there and chat, Chatterbait like has, you know, you're watching say a woman or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. And there's a chat, right? And the chat, you can actually roll over, which I think I think on Chatterbait, when you roll over, it actually will just bring up a little window and show you the commenter's profile. Okay. So you don't have to do very much. And sometimes their profile will have like a video in it. Like you immediately see them. I think, I don't even think you have to click. I think like it just shows you. And like sometimes it'll just be a dude beating off. And I think to myself, like this man is just doing this because he likes, he's, he, he has a fetish for like foisting his dick on people. So maybe it's okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they like the outraging of people yeah. or the, or the imagined well, or, 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 or it's their fetish, right? I mean, it's like, you know, just like their people are exhibitionists or whatever. Like they're like, yeah, he's like, oh man, I just love it when, oh my goodness, like five people looked at my dick today and then he just nuts all over himself. Maybe that's yeah, a thing. I guess. Okay. All right. I guess that's a possibility. But like generally- I could sort of imagine that. If your goal is to meet an attractive woman, it seems like a bad strategy. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, yeah, like it's not, you're not going to get sex. It has to be something, there has to be some other explanation there. I think that's right. But I'm sure like this Tinder opener thing must be not just about dick pics, right? No, I mean, well, I mean, I, for starters, you can't on Tinder, um, but Fair point. so what's, what is, but what is the topic here? You're saying there's, well, I've, I mean, so the one I've been using lately is I say, what's something you're overindulging in lately? And the reason why I say that is 
my thought there is it's it allows them to say something like they don't need to virtue signal something amazing. Like if you ask somebody something like, what's your favorite X that forces them to try to think of something clever, like, oh, what's your favorite drink? Right. Well, now they have to like, you know, they don't want to say like grapefruit white claw. They want to say, you know, they want to try to seem cool for some reason. It's like put some pressure on them. But if I say, what's something you're overindulging in lately? It doesn't need to be their favorite. They can just basically say anything. And it just makes it easy. It's low friction for them to respond. So that's my Right. You're just coming. You're, you're basically, it's just a conversation opener. And you right. have you had good success with that one? I think so. But I mean, I don't know the counterfactual if I, you know. Well, I mean, like, let's say you try three different ones and you compare the response rate. Like if you did it, if you sent 20 of each. Yeah. You could sort of compare. You could start to be able to compare. Like, are you have you found this one like does better than whatever you did before? I feel like it needs to be more than twenty because you know the okay. thing that happens most of the time is people don't respond, and so right. yeah, you're looking to get a lift in response rate from five percent to eight percent or whatever. Um, right, and you know I don't get that many matches, so you know it's it's hard to measure. But in, yeah, empirically and just my intuition is that it it's been working pretty well. Um, Good, yeah. Huh. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you on our next episode, if you have any ideas for something, I mean, I'm sure you'll come up with some sarcastic ones, but I'm curious if you can come up with something that with a different Tinder opener. Yeah. That performs better than mine. Um, something you've been overindulging in. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know, because there's multiple axes here, right? It's not just, okay. Like it's not just response rate, like there might be something else you could say that would have a lower response rate, but when you get a response, they're really super interested. Well, right. right? So for example, sending a dick pic probably is a super, super, super low response rate. But when you do get a response, it's probably a pretty good sign. No, it's not because it means well, it's like, okay, okay fine. it's a gay guy. Fine, fine, fine. But yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's well, okay. But, but no, I was thinking like you could have something very polarizing, right? It could be something political, something religious. Like there are things that would like be – you could like micro-target the person. Uh, yeah, and like make a science out of it. And so there's that. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes, think about it. yeah. sometimes I'll try to compliment something. So, you know, like maybe somebody in a bunch of their pictures has, um, you know, really nice a collection of sunglasses or something, you know? Like so I could say something. I wish I was – half as good at anything as you are at picking dope sunglasses, which, which ones are your favorite. And that, you know, since they clearly like sunglasses might have, but you know, the other thing is, yeah, if, if you spend a bunch of time, like obsessing over what to send someone, like I said, most of the time they never respond. So you'll, you know, you just get sort of bummed out. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm so good at this. Like the last time I was on Tinder, I was chatting with some girl and, uh, I, I was something about like I started riffing. This isn't even true, but I started riffing on how I uh, <clears throat> claimed I was a hunter and like to shoot lots of animals. And it turned uh, out she was like a vegan. Uh, it was just disastrous. Like it was, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a terrible conversation. Yeah, that that pattern's not going to go well with basically anyone in the Bay Area. No. Because... Of course, I wasn't. You know, I was I was on there just for, as a lark, right? So I wasn't right. actually trying to get anywhere. But it, it right. was amazing how quickly. Like uh, generally, I think the advice is like. Because women have so attractive women, probably all women, honestly, have so much choice on Tinder. You have to walk this really thin line of not offending them, and if you offend them even a tiny amount in that first like ten messages, it's over. 
I mean, there's a hundred men beating down the door. Like, I think as an attractive woman, the 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 experience is almost everyone they swipe on has already swiped yes on them. It's like, oh, congratulations, you have a match. Congratulations, you have a match. And you know, maybe that's not exactly right. Maybe it's only thirty percent. But for me, it's two percent. You know, there's no. Yeah, it's so you have to swipe right fifty times to get one match. I pay for Tinder so I can see people who have liked me before. Okay. Uh, um, so you you avoid that. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. It, I just it, it saves time, right? Sure. But sure. but uh, importantly, Tinder stops showing you to other profiles if you don't actually swipe from time to time. So there's you you can sort of there's some there's some amount of swiping you need to do to get them to still show you to other people. And I'm not sure what the limits are on that. I haven't experimented it. with it enough. So you have to play that. It's like a you have to play the slot machine some. Otherwise, yeah. like you just aren't in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, at some yeah, point, maybe we should do an episode on like how I think all the different apps work and my observations. Since I'm, you would, I mean, you, be, I, if there's somebody that has higher expertise than you, I would be impressed because I don't think people have made the level of science you have out of it. So. Yeah, I mean, I've spent some time, you know, experimenting with a bunch of different things. I've thought about, you know, creating my own app, and yeah, I've spent some time. and sure, but mostly, for- mostly, this is all about like different, just. Just the life experience of different vaginas. Yeah, I I yeah. enjoy dating. Um, yes. All right. Okay, I, I'm going to move on to our first Reddit uh, topic here, and it's it's one that <laughs> I've been talking to you for the better part of a decade about. So, oh, for uh, sure, this is one of my favorites. Uh, ever since <laughs> the incident where a friend told me that, uh, well, go on, and I'll say my comment in a minute. Go okay. for it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do questions to the end. Okay, so. Uh, the subject is, do you stare at the butthole during doggy? Uh, this is written by a woman, uh, mainly a question for dudes having sex with women, but anyone is free to reply. I'm a woman. And I just heard today that men like to stare at the asshole while hitting it from the back. I am mortified. I hate my butthole and the thought of someone staring at it. LMAO. It's always clean. And I like to shave everything, but the thought just makes me so insecure. Do normal people bleach their asshole for this reason? Should I be bleaching my asshole? Man, this info just has me all kinds of fucked up. I like the, I just, I like the fact that she hates her butthole. It makes me happy somehow. I think most people are not thrilled about having their butthole inspected. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, I mean, I don't think, I think the rate of colonoscopies is lower than it ought to be. Uh, you know, uh, People, you know, if if you know, people don't want to go to the proctologist. Yeah, know. I mean, yeah, part I mean, of that is not. they don't want they don't want something shoved up there. But I think part of it also is like uh, butthole shame. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they just don't want to deal with that. I mean, that's I mean, right. Men don't really have to deal with this. There isn't a sexual position where uh, heterosexual men don't have to deal with this. There isn't a sexual position where they where their butthole is on display easily. I think. Actually, if there were, like, how do you think you would, like, would, how would you feel about it? If I was, yeah, I don't, I've never really thought about that. I mean, for a gay man, this would come up a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure there's an answer to that question. I don't have like. Yeah. It, it's a little bit different for a gay man because there's probably all kinds of preparation and stuff. For also, their- well, there's another thing, which is that. But yeah, no, this is actually not a difference though. For a gay man, like in many cases, I would imagine their butthole is sexualized, which is true for a woman too. So in that sense, like there is, this is the, by the way, the argument I have with this friend was like this question of whether there's like a, 
he said there's no standard of beauty for the butthole. And I was like, I'm not so sure about that. Like, I think like actually, I think there are men who like sit around looking at pictures of buttholes and be like, oh, that one's really pretty. Yeah, I think so too. Well, and there's like a epidemic of, of shaving and bleaching. Sure. Well, you could, it's one man's epidemic, epidemic is another man's like a, something positive. I can't think of the word. <laughs> Some people well, sure. love it. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah. I mean, whether it's good or bad is, is debatable, but yeah, I mean, I think this, I mean, I think this extends to lots of stuff. Like I think in strip clubs, like I think, you know, some strippers, you know, probably don't like having their asshole inspected and yeah, I mean, I, I think this is definitely a thing. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I've noticed the most on this topic on Reddit is that it appears to be the case and this is, it's really hard to believe, but may, uh, maybe this kind of, I put this down to like women not really watching porn as much as men and uh, uh, just not thinking carefully. But it, I, I consistently, when this type of question comes up, see women basically acting surprised that people can see their butthole. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Like I feel like if I was on my hands and knees and had my ass in the air, I would be, but maybe this is just my, you know, maybe that's just my privilege showing. I don't know. <laughs> your male privilege. Yeah. I mean, and also like you got to figure, I've not, I haven't really thought about this carefully, but you have to figure that like women, a woman who's been sexually active long enough has had a situation where maybe she's sort of holding in some poop or something while in the dog like that. So she knows that like, she knows there's something like her butthole is active. Oh, you mean like, yeah, like given enough, like, yeah, doggy style encounters, there, there must have been. She's just aware of the fact yeah, that like, her butthole, her butthole should, have, should have occurred to her in that moment at least once. Exactly. Exactly. Where she's like, oh, like there, this is exposing me and I also have something else that needs to happen there. Yeah. Right. So right. it's, yeah, it's a little bit tricky to understand like – anyway, I, but I have encountered this type of question where they seem like really confused about it. And this – well, actually, this particular question is about like, oh, guys like looking at it, which I don't um, – I always interpret that. I'd be interested in your interpretation. I always interpret – it's to me. It's not the guys. Okay, I'm sure there are men that find it beautiful and like to compare them. And there's some Tinder for buttholes out there. Mm -hmm. But I think that most of the time, in my psychology, it's that men uh, have a drive to penetrate women to uh, to sort of like possess them. And so, like looking at their butthole is sort of invasive in a certain way, and men like that. It's like this psychological thing. Yeah, I feel like. When I'm having sex doggy style, I actually probably sort of intentionally avoid looking because you dra you drape it with a cloth. No, it's <laughs> you, ever, you, ever wear a, you ever wear a diaper or like, or maybe no, actually, this is an interesting thing. Would you? Because I've noticed that one of the ways that I think I defeated this friend's argument that like there's no standard for beauty is the fact that then subsequently in the last, say, five to 10 years, like you start seeing a significant amount of porn, particularly amateur porn, where women have these like butt plugs that have like a little jewel in them, which I think shows that they're trying to like hide their butthole. So would you rather the woman wore that? I don't know. He, let me finish my original point, which is I ahead, avoid ahead, yeah. looking because I'm afraid I'm going to see something I don't like. So, Like what? I don't know. Like maybe they didn't clean properly last time they used the restroom. Don't you think you would smell that more than see it? I mean, that would also be a concern, but yeah. Okay. Oh, so, okay. You're saying I should, I should trust my nose. I, yeah, I feel like if there's no scent, it's very unlikely because like what object would be there? Yeah. What object would there be there that wouldn't smell like a, 
a, I guess like a kernel of popcorn or something. <laughs> it could, it could have been, no, I mean, it could look, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know like what the life cycle of like poop crusted around your asshole is, but if it's dry, doesn't it like give off less scent? I, I don't know. I will say this. Uh, I have enough memories of being prepubescent mm-hmm. of having being hairless essentially yeah. that I remember that when I was hairless, wiping my butt was a lot easier. Was was like it was much it was clean. So I I under generally think that women it's easier for women to clean their buttholes than men. I'd be interested in feedback women, on this, but this is my general women, view. Some women have hair there. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and that that's uh, I think. Uh, I actually don't know. I don't know what the normal amount is for two reasons. One, nobody has any in porn generally, and two, like I said, I sort of avoid looking, and so. I don't have like a good library in my mind of like what the buttholes look like on my previous sexual partners. Right. I think other people might, I think other people are not as averse to looking as I am. And so, you know, like maybe we could get someone on the show who knows more about this. Yeah. I mean, I would say that like, I, it's not that I would be averse to looking. It's just that like, it's unremarkable. I think that's why I say that for me, I think it's a much more psychological event. It's like, yeah, it's some sort of like men want to like possess the woman or sort of like, uh, intrude on what's the word? It's a better word for that, but sort of like you know, you know, it's like oh, uh, there's this thing, this nasty thing I can do. Do I like in, at root? Like I think at core, I think that's like anal sex, for example, for the man. I think really it's about that. Like it's not that it feels better so much as it's just like, look, this is this thing that, that's even more intrusive that I can do to a woman, okay, and that's but, appealing to men. But arguing by extremes here, there, you you concede there is. Some way a butthole could look that the man would be would be like no no thanks. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I think that's rare. Huh, that's rare. Okay. I, I like that because I, that would require like a serious lapse of hygiene, and I think generally women are more on the more hygienic conscious side of things. Well, uh, I think especially if they're going to put anal sex on the menu, they probably. Um. Prepare. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then it's like a, a serious problem. Yeah. I mean that like yeah, to the extent possible, I think they would at least want the exterior. Like there's another th- thing along this that I run across really often on the sex subreddit that I find somewhat mystifying, which is like, I think there's an upsurge culturally uh, among a certain age group of analingus. They'll be, you know, eating ass or whatever. And like these people uh, it's hard for me to understand like how the, these people, a large number of people seem to really get into that and are not, are less worried than I think they should be about the hygiene aspect of that. Hmm. I agree. Be like, hey, uh, just, just wash in the shower. You know, like, I think hmm. there is an uptick. I mean, I, I, how would you even, look, it's into it. Here, here's why I think that. It's my, you know, cruising around on various sex forums and Reddit and looking at porn and yeah like i feel like my intuition is that there has been an uptick so let, let's stipulate for the like sake of this conversation that that that's true that young people are are doing it more why well i mean the only answer i have is that same one about like it's a more uh like for the man it's like another way to sort of penetrate and then but there's also like i like i think i saw a question on the sex subreddit today where it's like a woman's like, oh, my man wants me to give him analingus to eat his ass. They say eat his ass too, which is make they're trying to make it grosser. It's like, <laughs> how, how can I, I make I this? Know, 
I know you struggle with the phraseology around various uh, genitalia uh, licking activities. Well, yeah, it's just like it, it doesn't. It's not helpful in my view to make it grosser than it already is. Like, which isn't to say that it's necessarily gross. It's just like you can make it gross if you say the right things. Like, if for example, if if the expression for analingus became like, you know, uh, tasting poop or something, like, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do some poop tasting tonight. Then, it, or you could think of something worse, like I'm going to do some diarrhea diving right. or something. You're like, really? <laughs> like, why would you? Like, now I really don't want to do it. Okay. Fine. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, analingus, analingus needing a better PR campaign, notwithstanding. Why? Like what? Is it, forcing your partner to do something that is that they would never do when not aroused is sort of like amusing, I guess, like as like a power play. But I feel like I feel like. I feel like a bunch of younger people would tell us that we're being square and we're not understanding, uh, you know, how how pleasure works. I, and blah, I blah, totally blah. disagree with that because I know you do. That's, people, yeah, that's, I because, want you to riff. Because, I want you to explain that. Yeah, because like if if somebody's saying, "Hey, uh, baby, I want you to get a vibrator and jam it up there and rub my prostate with it," I mean, at least there, there's like some discernible advantage. Like maybe the guy has, tr- maybe a he's curious about it. Maybe b he's done it with their partners or by himself and he's like this feels good to me okay i just honestly have a hard time believing that's just rimming that's what they call it rimming there you go there, yeah uh i have a hard time believing that that to me strikes me as only degrading especially if you have a hairy asshole yeah I, so, <laughs> so what can this be it's like hey uh, look i know i look like chewbacca down the cruise on in I can imagine rimming feeling okay, right? Like a little bit of pressure around my asshole is nice, but like I don't think it's significantly better or even better at all than using a finger. And I don't. Agree. I don't think there's any possible scenario where you would like that. I mean, wouldn't you be worried about like their tongue is on your butthole? Wouldn't you be worried about something escaping your butthole at that instant? Yeah, you in particular, no, kind of self-conscious. No, I, I, I want to be clear here. Like, I am not interested in receiving analingus. Um, nor am I interested in giving. Um, well, wait, wait. I could no. I could see it. I I disagree with that. I could see it, but I'm just saying that it would purely be dominant submissive play. It wouldn't be because it's going to feel good. It would be because that's like ah. And also, and there's another important thing for me, which is there would have to be some significantly long timer that would have to run between then and when I would kiss her next. <laughs> Something on sure the order of months. No, but it would be no, but it would be like probably twelve to twenty-four hours, or maybe if there was some like hard alcohol involved. To to, it's just kind of gross, man. I don't want to eat my own poop. Yeah, right. But I could see. Yeah. But I could. But the point it's, is, I could see it as a psychological thing. I could see it as a psychological thing. I have a hard time seeing it as like a pure pleasure thing. The prostate thing, I could understand at least. It's like okay, you're there's this thing that really feels good. Okay, fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I can imagine giving it if I was sufficiently aroused and they really wanted me to. Um, but so you, I mean, I assume you say sufficiently aroused because you need to be, you need to overcome the disgust reaction. That's right. Do you think? Let's say you. Uh, maybe this is doesn't work. I was going to say, let's say you're not that aroused, but the woman's really, really attractive. This is this thing of like you have some absolutely revolting comment you like to say about eating the corn out of someone's poop or something. <laughs> right, right. 
I, what is that? What is that expression? There's some expression about like if you're so attracted to someone, you would eat the corn out of their out of their poop. And yeah, like the notion oh, is like yeah, like you're so attracted that like yeah, basically anything that like gets you any tiny amount of contact with them is arousing. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, well, okay, but that's that. This is not interesting because it's still arousal, right? It's like the woman being hyper attractive and you being hyper aroused is the same thing on some level, right? So yeah, they're they're strongly correlated. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you're saying that like for the right woman, for the right level of arousal, you could imagine going down there. But I assume that like let's say you got a sweet taste of some poop on your tongue, it would quickly dissolve. Like it'd be a problem then. I'm not sure how I would react in that situation. I think I know how you'd react. (laughs) It depends. I mean, if I'm like, you know, four standard deviations more aroused than usual, like maybe I would just be like, oh, you know, like, you know, it's like picking a hair out of your teeth when you're going down on someone, Uh, you know, and you just move on. I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. It doesn't sound great, but. You're saying with all these different chicks, this, your many, your, your frequent visits to the Tinder swimming pool that you have not encountered a woman who kind of like was like, Hey, like, uh, I really like the tongue down there. Not at all. I, I have not. No. Oh, okay. Cause, because it really is fairly common on the sex subreddit. I know. I think people need to, well, for starters, I think there's like an age thing there. But then also, I think old or young, young. You think that really young women like their buttholes licked? I, I would think. I don't it'd know be if they like it. I think, that, I think they think that like this is a new thing and like the sex playbook and everyone does it and this is what the cool kids do. Yeah, all right. That could be. That could be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe it feels like, like an expert move to me. I said this at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I said this at the beginning of this conversation that I'm stipulating that there's been an increase in this. Maybe that's not the case. Yeah. No, I think there has. I mean, there's certainly an interest in, 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 in interest. Um, yeah, maybe it's just like another thing to do or something like that. It's it's hard for me to understand it. I, I there's a there are women who say, hey, you know, I, I get orgasms from anal sex and I really love it, but I think that usually is from penetrative, not from rimming around. Like, it, I'm not sure. But that being said, like maybe some amount of pressure there feels good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It certainly feels violating, right? And that I the psychological dimension I actually feel like I totally understand. Like, right, it's just this thing that's sort of nasty you can do to someone. And it's like, ah, that right. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I've been conditioned to if there's any foreign anything near that to immediately squirm. Well, that's because you're not you're not a submissive man. I mean, you're, or you're not extremely submissive. You know what I mean? Like that's not your kink. But if you were like really super submissive, that would be a way to make you submit, right? Is to jam things up your butt. Yeah, maybe. But even if I were, like, probably the first five times would be kind of weird. Like, you you still have to. It'd probably be really good if you were submissive. You'd be like, oh man, I'm I'm getting <laughs> this is, things up my butt. This is what I've been missing my whole life. Yeah, maybe. No, I could. I I. I don't have those feelings, but I think I can – I think that, that makes sense to me. In the same sense, like there are people that like to be tied up in various ways. Like, you know, like there's, there's these various things and they they get a lot out of being like restrained and controlled in that way. And I, that makes some sense to me. Like okay. I, I, can, I can imagine it. Okay. So just pulling it all the way back, do you have any advice for women who are concerned about men staring at their buttholes during doggy? I think they should jam in that butt plug with the, uh, the jewel on it, right? They could have like a little uh, – they, like for example, if you're a if you're a, a Christian, you could have a cross on it. It's like a you're you're saying to use that as like a pasty, basically. Yeah, or like sure a, you know, could have 
let's say you have like some like a a football team you like you could like the raiders <laughs> what if don't you think that might imply to the partner that they're like the reason why they don't like having their butthole looked at is probably because they're not into anything in or around that area and oh, well then it could, you having, could have having a bejeweled butt plug might uh give the wrong idea to this no, that's a this really good point so like maybe there could be ones and i've never looked but maybe they have ones that have like the do not enter sign on it <laughs> like the the x from family feud and it's kind of funny it's like oh okay i've never seen that in porn but it makes sense right i mean it's like oh i get it you're you're a no anal girl yeah yeah no i mean other than that like i mean like they're i think that this is like in the category like I think that this is a thing women have to deal with, right? Is they have these body parts that are that men are like hyper aware of and hyper attracted to. And they just have to like at some age, women have to young women, girls have to deal with the fact that like there are these things. And I think a lot of times, like I've always imagined that like most of these body parts they're not super comfortable with. It's like guys want to look at their boobs all the time, but actually, like, unless you're wearing a bra and stuff that makes them look a certain way, a lot of you know, most women like they're kind of floppy and not that great looking. I think they usually look better in like clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just look more supported and stuff like that. And their bodies generally are like that. Right? I mean, whereas, you know, a man's body, like you can get into good shape and it's very tight. So it's like, no matter what you do, your body sort of looks the same. Women aren't like that. Right. And so women have to like come to terms with the reality that like, there's all this stuff they're not comfortable with and, and dudes are going to stare at it all the time. And so I just think yeah. it goes in that category. Yeah. I mean, their vaginas aren't, aren't pretty to look at either. They know that, right. you know, in general, it's kind of like, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's okay. I, yeah. I wonder what my level, I mean, if I were a woman, I would have the same level of awareness of all these realities. I wonder if I would feel insecure about them. I bet I would based on my general. I think that's, I think this is like one of the roots of fe- like why women are insecure about all this stuff. And maybe it even relates to like wearing makeup and stuff. Like there's a lot of like body insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's move on to, to more entertaining pastures. Okay. So, all right. This, uh, I thought that the previous conversation might dovetail into this, but I'm kind of did, but I'm going to, all right, here we go. All right. Taking it all off down South. I was waxing my pubic hair regularly into a neat triangle landing strip area. I had a new boyfriend, a 38 year old man who told me unprompted that every other woman he had ever had sex with had shaved everything. And it was crazy to think any man would prefer anything else in 2020. I told him that most men I've been with have been, have just been happy to be there. And have basically told me to keep it however I like, just clean and neat, of course. Frankly, I told him I sometimes go all bare, but prefer more woman the more mo- womanly look in my 30s. He went so far in proving me wrong as to Google and bring up an article about Ben's preference to show fully fully shaved was the top choice. Note that whatever she prefers, as long as it's neat, was not an option. Am I crazy for thinking he's a huge asshole and inappropriately shamed me? That he should never brought up how his exes groomed their pubes? That expressing a preference for fully shaved could have been done in a much nicer way? I get that people have preferences, but I think he's an ass. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's right. Like, well, I mean, he, like it or not, like that's where the culture is. He's right that the current beauty standard is fully shaved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like so, like, like, uh, I mean, okay, so, uh, yeah. Let me be the asshole here for a second. <laughs> Am I the mm-hmm. asshole? Yes. Yeah. Let's switch this conversation over just for a second to armpit hair. Mm-hmm. Right. Then everything he said would, she would have just been like, oh yeah, of course, right. right. So it's like, so on some level, like he's just saying, look, I have this expectation of how women look. 
that they're going to groom themselves in this certain way. And like it's, he, his, in his life, it's so widespread that it's gotten there that it's just the same as armpit hair, right? I understand her point. You know, she's like, look, I have this personal preference. And yeah, of course, you should deal with it differently. But like, I just think like, yeah, the reality is she's like in this culture where that's, that's the way it is. And, and maybe she at some point in her life was among people where it wasn't that way. And so she doesn't have that ex- expectation. But so yeah. I mean, I, I sort of see both sides here. I have some questions. What is the benefit for a woman to have like a triangle of pubes and everything else shaved clean? Oh, I can answer that. I, I feel like I know the answer to this one. So first of all, like, uh, okay, like there is a benefit. There's an actual practical benefit. Uh, just like for a man, for a man, I think it's reasonable to say that there's a benefit to like kind of shortening or maybe let's say shortening the hair that's right around the shaft of your cock uh-huh. because it actually like that hair, let's like, say so you're getting a blow or you're having sex, like that hair actually interacts. Like it, it, it does something, yeah. right? And sure. so there's a yeah. practical benefit there. Okay. Similarly for a woman, there is a set of hair. Well, let's take her butthole, like our previous conversation, like it makes it easier to wipe your butt if you have no hair there. Around her labia, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, it's easier to sort of like keep it tidy because you don't have hair catching stuff. Now there could be a downside to that that like the hair is you know part of the cleaning mechanism, and I've read people saying that too. So maybe yeah, there's that. Maybe it helps with avoiding chafing in some way. Right now, now okay. Wait, so so hold, the, on, hold on, hold on. I yeah. think you you heard me. My question is, why would you keep a triangle? Yes, I you I, you know let me finish. Yeah. Okay. So removing removing that hair, both for men and women, the part around the shaft or whatever, is like takes time and or is sort of painful if you're doing waxing. And particularly, like if I was going to get my pubic area waxed, I think the part I would be the most worried about is like kind of like the region just north of the shaft, like where there's a fair amount of hair and it's kind of like, it's almost By like north, your head. You mean like above? Above? Yes. Yes. Like there, really? that area- I feel has- like that would be the least painful. Like I, I feel like scrotum would be the worst. No, because the, the hair follicles on your scrotum are way less dense. Right. I mean, like, like if you, if you think about like density, that, yeah, but maybe there's more nerve endings on my scrotum than on I don't the... think so, man. Like, like you've, you've seen the 40 year old virgin, right? Yeah. Where they, uh, where they, where they're they waxing his chest. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what, that's what the part just north of your cock looks like. It's like, it's like, it's basically like your head hair. Like, can you imagine waxing your head hair? It's yeah. just too many. There's like every millimeter, there's a fucking follicle. And so you're, it, I don't even know if it would work. It would just be so horrible. So like yeah, yeah but my it's view a function. The- it's a function of of nerve ending density, nerve ending sensitivity, and hair follicle density. I got to be honest. I suspect uh, from many years of adjusting my scrotum that actually your balls have less. Look, if there was hair on the tip of your penis, obviously <laughs> I wouldn't want that waxed. So if I had like a bearded a bearded cock or a mustachioed cock, I would be like, mm-hmm. sorry, honey, that's how it is. But I got to be honest, I also think that I, – I just think it's a function of the follicle density. I think that on your scrotum, the follicles are maybe every quarter inch or half inch. I'm not sure. And But right north of your cock, whatever that – your pubic bone area or whatever, there it's very dense. And so so the point is like – No, I, I understand to, your point. Given given that you think that that's the most sensitive area, there's value in not waxing it or or. Well, yeah. Let me be – you, you may be a – more experienced sexologists than our listeners. 
<laughs> so just for their benefit. Yeah. So the issue is like you're basically asking some a woman to remove the hair on this area that is pointless from her perspective because it doesn't even interact with the actually sexually active yep. part of her body. And it's it's like hard. Now that being said, like if you're shaving, it's probably easier to shave that part, right? Because it's just pretty straightforward. So there's yes. so there's that too. Like there's a flip side to it. But like, yeah, I mean like and, I've all, I also wonder sometimes whether like having a tuft of hair there might like help her underwear sort of not. Yeah. Might help with chafing in some way. The, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. about that. Or maybe, or maybe they get, you know, maybe she gets ingrown hairs there and you know, she doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, there's like a series of sort of like annoying things like that that could, could go on easily. And so I just think, yeah, like there's a, that's right. I, and, and honestly, like from the man's perspective, this is where I think like the guy is kind of being unreasonable. He is being unreasonable in this in this sense. Like I don't know why the guy would care. Like the main reason a guy should or would care here is that it makes giving oral sex like terrible. So so I have some thoughts on this. So it makes it different, right? Like when the girl has a full bush, the you know, it's there's definitely hair involved while you're going down on them. And that I'm not sure if it's I don't know if terrible is the right word. It's just different. I guess it's, I guess I, yeah, I guess I would prefer there not to be that much hair there. But do you think it affects the experience, the experience, the experience for the woman? Which part of the experience? Like her just everyday life experience or like sex? Well, yeah, so both, but I I meant sex. I, I think for everyday, well, yeah, let's do sex first. And and which part of you're, you're saying getting it all versus like a triangle? No, yeah. So, do you think that the experience of receiving oral sex is different if they have a full bush versus the, the triangle yeah. doesn't matter for the sake of this? Yeah, I think yeah, so yeah. Too. I think there is a difference because it just just like for the guy, if you haven't trimmed or done been reasonable with that sort of area around the shaft, like it's highly likely that like she's just going to be stopping all the time to pick hairs out of her mouth, and so there's just this kind of crappy nonsense that goes on, right? That it's less and also you're probably gonna get blowjobs less. Right. So So like I think yeah, like I think she has an incentive for that part. But the other part it's like So it's, wait, what, it's a what was going on? What was going on in like the sixties and seventies when when full bushes were in? Were like men going down on women less during that time? I don't know the answer to that. I also don't know I, there's like, okay, yeah, like there's a few things there, right? A, I'm not actually sure that they, I don't know what the standard of beauty was. Like, I don't yeah. think any, like it's hard to know that. Like people will say, confidently tell you, well, look at the porn. Okay, but like maybe that was some sort of women power feminist thing that was actually a reaction to something. I mean, look, if you look at like in the 1950s, like old kind of golden age of cinema movies, like the women would shave off their entire eyebrow and draw it in with a line, with a marker. Right. Right. So for all, so like those women doing that kind of stuff, like I got to think maybe they were just shaving everything. Right. I think you have to go back further than that to like, you know, there was a time obviously before women would shave, say their armpits. And like, I think you have to go way back to that to be certain that they weren't doing anything. Right. And then it was just like the standards were so different. Right. I mean, it was like nobody did any hygiene. Like people also didn't bathe. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's been, yeah, like as, as women have, gotten more power in sexual relationships. I'm sure the number of men who are going down on women has gone up some massive amount over the last 100 years. Yeah, but those uh, and those things could be related. It could be very simply that like uh like yeah, there's a there's a 
I have no idea. I don't have any facts here, but there's obviously a narrative. There's a narrative, kind of a feminist narrative that like uh, removing hair is like this kind of anti-woman thing, but it could actually be the opposite. It could be that like as people started having sex in other ways and not just missionary penetrative sex, like maybe women wanted to remove their hair because like they, you know, it made it more fun and stuff like that. And I have no idea. Like, I just don't know what the right narrative is there. Yeah. I don't know either. I, yeah. I mean, Those two I, things I, would kind of go together though. Like the change in the social mores and the stuff happening happened around the same time. So. Right. Yeah. Like I sort of suspect that having less hair makes the experience of receiving oral sex better. Um, yeah. Yet another question that we can ask well, our first or makes it email like, or guest. Makes- or makes it like tenable at all. Like I strongly suspect like there's a fair, fairly often on the sex subreddit, like women will complain about guys who won't go down on them. And I, I always suspect that some percentage of the time it's this. It's like, the, un, yeah, like I, I can't of course make a comment. I don't like to comment on there because I get, it's bimodal. Sometimes I get lots of upvotes. Sometimes I get just destroyed with downvotes. Yeah. And I don't want to get banned or something. But I wonder sometimes it's like, look, like maybe it's just something totally pragmatic like this. That like it's just not that fun because it's like he's, he's, it's, yeah, it's like you're, you're licking Chewbacca. <laughs> and like if you just fixed, if you just work more careful, you don't have to shave or wax you if you just rem- took it down to like two millimeters of length. That's right. it. Just like a, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, now this is easy and more fun. I, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I, I, I'm comfortable that what you just said would be considered extremely strongly anti-feminist, but I wonder if from like a, a you know, pra- pragmatic perspective. Is it though? I mean, it's like, cause it, it's like, I mean, on some level, I feel like it's not that different than saying like, look, I, I'm much more interested in having sex with women or when we use birth control or something. It's just a practical thing. It's like, hey, it makes yeah. it more practically straightforward. It's not is, yeah, it's just like, look, I'm just trying to make the experience better. That's it. I'm not trying no, to. No, like, I know, but there's there's box. there's just a lot wrapped up in like imposing hair removal things on on women. Like if if That's you true. read the you know the comments and the, on these threads, they you know quickly dive into bickering about that. That's true, but I t- I tend to like my general philosophy about these things is that people are more practical than sort of. Uh, kind of religious zealots about things. Like a lot of times, I think a lot of these things have practical things at their core, not just, oh, I want to control right. you. Yeah. And make right. you do like, this. That's right. just my exactly. general philosophy. But I, I look, I could be wrong. I just, that's just how I, I tend to look at the world. So sure. All right. Okay. Let's move on. This is, uh, let's see here. Um, my, my boyfriend titty fucked the girl in our threesome. Uh, oh, this is the standard. The, this is going to be, I haven't, read this yet, but I'm, I'm sure this is the standard. I predict, I predict that this is the standard MFF. The woman was totally cool with it. The dude like ejaculated in the second girl and now the girlfriend is just freaking out. Right. So Somehow this has, destroyed the relationship. We've, we've litigated threesomes several times on this podcast, but I like this one just cause it's so, yeah, I can just feel why she's upset and it, and it makes right. sense, but Let's okay. We had our first threesome after discussing it many times, both as fantasy and practically last weekend. We met a girl at a bar who was attractive to both of us and down for the type of threesome we wanted. Is this like a thing that attractive people can do? They can just go up to a girl at a bar and be like, hey, are you down to have sex with us? I like, hope so. I, I, man, you know, well, I mean, I, you know, I, the only thing, the only comment I can make on this is that like, when I've looked, okay, 
when I've encountered, I haven't looked for it, but when I've encountered practical advice for this, what the most practical advice I've seen is, hey, just just hire a prostitute. Yeah, that seems. Yeah. So There's, I don't know. So that, that could be code. This could just be code for they hired a prostitute. Yeah, that's that's a good point. There's a practicality aspect that, that comes up that I saw in one of the comments that I want to bring up. But okay. She yeah. says, my only rule was no anal, no sleeping over, things like that. I didn't say he couldn't titty fuck her. So I can't fault him for that. But now I feel insecure. I feel like- The anal thing is interesting. I wonder what the- ra- Maybe she doesn't want to- Cross a stream. She doesn't want his her b- shit up in her butthole. Anyway, yeah, maybe it was a cleanliness thing. Maybe she's never had anal, and so I just feel like, yeah, that she said. I feel like she forgot to say you can't titty fuck her, and like he was like, well, really, you didn't say weird, so. That's a weird thing for a woman because I would say this: like there, for, there are few things in sexuality where where it's like a hundred percent of people agree on something. But I have to say, in my reading for years and years of the sex subreddit, because I have. Nothing else to do with my time. I 100%, 100.0% of the women I've read about titty fucking say it's not interesting to them. That they just don't, they get nothing out of it. Yeah, I mean. They're just they're just like, this is like, it's basically just having a guy, yeah, it would be like having somebody fuck like the crease of your elbow. Like they're just totally uninteresting. But anyway, okay. So so she probably didn't I think mean, of it because it's like not interesting to her at all. What is it about giving? I don't want to. I don't want to talk blowjobs this episode. We do that nine out of ten episodes. All right. No, she's she she's got. But anyway, just I want to I want to bookmark this. Okay. What is it about giving a blowjob that's so that that's like like when somebody's titty fucking you, you're just like giving the man pleasure, and when you're blowing them, you're anyway. I want to. I want to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, no, no. I can. I think this is an. Like, we can just take a t- okay. Minor. Okay, we'll, we'll do a little detour. All right, go ahead. Little detour. It doesn't have to be like. The you whole, understand what like, I'm saying? I don't understand. Let me codify what I'm saying. I don't understand how people can say like, "Oh, I love giving blowjobs, but getting titty fucked does nothing for me." Okay, this is really straightforward. It's because a blow is penetrative, so it's going into your body. It's like it's sort of, you know, there's a and 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 the other thing. The, the other thing that I think is really important with it is that like there's this really direct connection, like basically PIV, I mean, anal, I guess too. So the, the three main penetrative sex acts, mm-hmm. when the guy- Wait, nuts, the three main, the, the only three. Well, I, I <laughs> uh, got me there. I mean, you have one of those throat holes from, you know, I don't want to, yeah. whatever. <laughs> No, I didn't want to. Colostomy bag hole. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have to say that I've taken a lot of uh, diversity trainings lately, and I, I, I just know, <laughs> I just know that you always have to be open to other. Okay. Possible okay. The, the three main holes. Then go ahead. Yeah, the three. There may, there may be a fourth that I'm not aware of. Like maybe some sort of surgery. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, in each of those cases, and particularly actually in oral, there's this very direct connection of the man's pleasure to the woman. She can feel him nutting. Right. There's like this. The semen shoots in her mouth. I mean, or, it, it shoots very mouth adjacent when she's getting. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not like it, no, because like they can't. It. It. it look. Okay. There's a you difference know what hot between dogging is? the you know what hot dogging is? Like, like, let's say that let's say that somebody was going to. He's hard. You're not gay. So was, but like, let's say that let's say it was the butt cheeks. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, baby, I just want to rub my dick between your butt cheeks and then nut all over your back. Mm-hmm. Can't you see why that wouldn't be compelling to her? 
And oh, and by the way, I'm not going to touch any of your genitals or your butthole or anything like that at any time. I'm just going to rub between them, but I'm going to keep like, I'm going to put a little spacer in there. So I never touch anything that's sensitive on your body. Yeah. Now, maybe if you could like rotate her nipples around so that like your penis is rubbing against them, like then that, but I've never, I've never, I actually think I just innovated that. I should come up with a name for the innovation, <laughs> but the, yeah, I could come up with a name, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's a common thing. Yeah. So this is just a thing where it's like, it's literally, if you said, okay, I have to come up with a sex act that delivers zero pleasure to the other person, this would be it. I think that's the problem. And a blow does deliver from pleasure because it's like, you're getting penetrated. It's submissive feeling. And this connection, right? Your mouth is feeling, you're tasting and so forth, the other guy. Like that makes sense to me. All right. But okay. go on, okay. But that's not the that's not the core of this. Core. Unless I mean, do you have more? You want to litigate that more? I don't know if I'm like fully convinced, but I think, yeah. Let's move on. I let's can tell on. you, you like if there is a woman who, if there's a woman listening to this, or if you can find it on Reddit, where there's a yeah. woman who's like, yes, I find this act totally compelling. Show it to me because I've never like it's one of the few times where it seems to me that it's like a unanimous verdict. Yeah, I'd be interesting. I'd be interested in understanding why they would prefer blowjobs to being titty fucked. I just told um, you. No, I know. I mean, and and like that all kind of makes sense. Hang on a second. I mean, even like let's say you're giving a woman oral sex. There, it doesn't like, and you can feel the contractions of her vagina when she orga- orgasms. Yeah. Maybe on your fingers, maybe kind right. of on your mouth, whatever. Like that doesn't, like that doesn't turn you on. It might be. I wonder if like agency matters a little bit. So like, if a girl is like you know riding my thigh or like grinding against my thigh and like brings herself to orgasm. I that's think I would find that. I, I think I would find that less compelling than going down on her yeah, and bringing her to work. That's right. Okay, so I that's mean, the analogy. The, re- the only reason that's compelling, it, it is somewhat compelling because you have a naked woman gyrating on your body, so it's compelling. I mean, that's a nice. Yeah, thing it, to it's have not that I like hate it. It's that it's less compelling. Right. Yeah, but the issue with the tit fuck is it's a m- naked man, <laughs> and so it's like well. I mean, how is this set different than being sent? It's this thing. The titty fuck is the dick pic of sex. Like, just women don't want it. Yeah. No woman wants it. Yeah. Okay. It also probably okay. puts her body in an unflattering light or something. There's probably some of that stuff too that I'm not even thinking of. So. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> through the first twenty percent of this of this thread, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep yeah. reading. Uh, she's got really big breasts, and I've always had small boobs. He fucked both of us. We all. We all gave each we all gave each other head and then he began titty fucking her which really surprised me but both he and the girl seemed really into it set that aside yeah, um, it, makes, it makes me wonder if the other girl like that, what, that, feel, that feels cat, that feels a little catty to me yeah yeah i think so yeah She's like i bet uh, she can't give you this right <laughs> i honestly just watched after about five minutes he came he usually only comes once so me and the girl had sex after and then he was ready again and did the same thing. Fucked me for a few minutes, ate her out for a few minutes, and then titty fucked her until he came. And that was the whole night. He was obviously super turned on by it. And I'm not upset that he enjoyed another girl. I'm just thinking about how I can't do that. My tits are too small to wrap around his cock by a far margin. Should I tell him he wants to see her again? And I do too. But I'm also feeling less than. And then it just, that's all she said. She, she probably should tell sentence. him because like he doesn't care that much. Uh, but he would like to play with them. But this particular act, he doesn't care that much. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, titty fucking is not bad. It's, it's no, the guy doesn't like that. Much. It does. It did actually make me think. By the way, the assumption when you talk about this act is that 
that it's in the missionary position, not reverse. Like nobody, I'm right when I say that nobody effectively has ever titty fucked a woman. <laughs> it's like it's like that episode of South Park where uh, there's that what's who's the uh, Butters, the character Butters in South Park. Like he he it turns out you learn that when he poops on a toilet, he sits backward <laughs> and he uses the little. Uh, he's like, oh, it's so great. There's a shelf where I can put stuff. <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> I can rest my reading material on this shelf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think people go the other way where, where the, where the man's asshole is like (laughs) grinding the mouth of of the woman. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, so, okay, fine. But well, I mean, on some level, if you were, (laughs) if you were going for like a dominant submission thing, that would be more humiliating. It could be the more compelling pose, but I'm assuming, let's, so let's just assume he's not doing that. (laughs) I don't yeah. even know what the name for that would be, but all right. I think it's. Um, I think it's. Yeah, you may have invented a new, a, a new act. Um, so let's check Urban Dictionary later. Uh, I mean, look, I get why she's upset, but like this is just general. This is just the same constellation of issues that people always have in threesomes. Like the guy is enjoying the newness of the new person, and in, in this particular case, it's like you know, fucking her tits, and you know, her breasts are bigger than than the primary partners and so she's upset but it's always something it's always fucking something and i just don't understand why people are always so surprised after threesomes that like their feelings are hurt yeah i mean it's and it's specifically like the there's a yeah there's a few different failure modes here but it's always like the um yeah i mean it's right it's it's I guess their feelings are hurt is a good way to say it, but it, it feels like people get ghosted. There's all these things that happen that, and it's just like, oh man, like, like, oh, 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 the other one, just, I want to just say it. Cause I, th- I find this one so funny. The really standard one, the really standard one is two is, wait, let me think about this. No, the, re- the other really standard one is an MMF threesome. And the guy makes the mistake of bringing in another guy who's got a gigantic cock. Oh, right, right, right. And then, right. and then we, 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 I think we've had this one a few times, or at least yeah. once. And it's like, it's like, uh, yeah. And she's she has like nine orgasms, and she's right. going nuts. Yeah, and she's like, she, day, she really like, enjoyed uh, the experience. It's like, well, and the yeah. next day she's like, she's like, you know, what, what's the matter? Like, you know, it was great, but I love you too. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> And on, on some level, this is the same as that, right? I mean, basically, she she made the mistake of letting him pick a girl that has vastly different physical proportions from her. And right. so, yeah, actually, this is what this is, is. This is that is that basically what's really going on here is she's like, crap, this guy's a he he has a tit fetish, and I don't have that. Yeah. So she's yeah, she blew, she screwed herself. Like he he's been sort of hiding that from her or not being honest about it, and now it's impossible. Yeah. So this is why people should avoid these things. Like, I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, maybe if it was identical twins. I mean, even then, even then, yeah. it's, it's tricky. Um, okay, there were two comments. And, and usually there's one that's cuter than the other. Yes. <laughs> Stop. So there, um, there, um, there were two comments here that I thought were interesting. Um, the first one was, there should be a warning label on threesomes. They will attack your insecurities and no amount of rules will solve this. And that's basically what you just said. But the the second thing was kind of good. By definition, the new partner will get more attention and specifically the characteristic that makes them different from their existing partner. I don't know if that's like exactly true, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely true most of the time, probably like, yeah, like they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, this is new. Um, And then, yeah, the the primary person is like, what the fuck? Like, I can't do that or I can't do that as well. And yeah, feelings are hurt. Um, I mean, I I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because I'm a man or because it's just like so 
pervasive in our culture, but the one with the guy with the big dick, it very hits, it hits home. I totally get that. Like, it's just like, yeah, that would be tough. If, if it was like, you're like, whoa, she's behaving totally differently than she ever does with me. <laughs> it's are there just, other things? You're never coming back from that. Are there other things? Like if the guy was really strong and he could like, you know, I don't know, you see this in porn a lot and you know, he's like got her up against a wall or whatever. He's like carrying her. Like, is there something out? Like, what? What's like the second worst thing that could happen to a man in an MMS situation? I think MMF it's situation? Hard. Well, the 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 second worst is, or maybe the worst would be, an, it turning into MMF when you expected MFM. But setting that <laughs> aside, uh, the guy's like, hey, I, I don't, I don't want to have sex with you. Uh, um, but the uh, no, the, the the big thing here, and this is this is why it's a really good analogy between breasts and penis, is that there's just nothing you can do. It's like just yeah. a characteristic being really strong. Well, the guy could work out, right? I mean, uh, right. if the guy's really good at oral, he could say, oh, I'm, I'm going to learn to do that. Like there's all these things. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is just the newness of the guy. And then that's sort of like, oh, I mean, maybe like race. Like if you find out that she's really attracted to Asian men or something. Oh, you know, like, yeah. Crap, like what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Like, although yeah, I'm not sure yeah, how that imagine. would, I'm not sure how that would manifest in such a, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if she has like nor, nine orgasms and she's never come with you, <laughs> be. Well, there are various stereotypes there, but I, I could definitely imagine certain combinations where it would become kind of, you would have a suspicion that that's why, yeah. you know, or let's say it was like a famous person, like something you can't replicate a rich person, a, you know, I don't know, a much younger person. There you go. Like, a, yeah. like so yeah, you hear about, you know, like a, you're, you're in your forties and like, she wants a guy who's 22 and it's like, oh, I can't do that. And you know, so there's, a, but I think the key here is that it's a characteristic that's unchangeable that can't, right. or you can't replicate it. Yeah. There's it's just a, devastating. Way, yeah. There's another one that is, it rhymes with this where, and this is another one that honestly is a mistake. Like guys will go out and get these cock sleeves. Right. And so it's this thing you put over your dick and it makes it appear and seem bigger. Right. Okay. Uh, and then you can, it's as if you're having sex with, it's like a, it's like a strap on, right. It goes over your cock. Okay. Yep. And they'll do that. And then some, like you'll see these commenters and it's like some percentage of the time they'll do that and the girl, it just goes crazy on it. And it's like, now, it's like, why did you do that to yourself? Like now what? It's just like, now you've opened Pandora's box. It's over. You're screwed. And there's just no, there's no coming back from it. And then I think I've seen it where the woman posts and she's like, I don't know what to say. Like it felt good. <laughs> right. It felt so much and better. she's like, why won't he just wear it? Why won't he wear it every time now? And it's I like, I can't Whoa. stop thinking about it. You know? It's like, how would you feel if like uh, there was some device he stuck in your vagina that made it tighter? And he's like, "Look, baby, can you um, can you can you just jam this fleshlight in there? <laughs> can you just always wear this now?" Yeah, it just uh. it's just a fleshlight. Like, don't worry, you know, it's just a tenga, uh, whatever those things are called, tenga uh, massage, whatever. They have these things that massage you, whatever. Yeah, that's just terrible. You don't want to you don't want to be stuck in that limbo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. We should wrap this up, but let me read the second comment I thought was interesting. This person said, I've had several threesomes with my husband and other women. Personally, I'm not okay with him coming with anyone else. He can fuck them all day, but he will come with me. I was thinking that might be a good rule, actually. Um, yeah, I just don't – I mean, yes. Well, there's two issues. One is, okay, being a man and also what I find humorous, I'm much more sensitized to the – it's much easier for me to imagine – the situation because women are generally harder to bring to orgasm. So I just have this imagination of the couple where the guy is good at it, he gets her to orgasm and stuff like that, but then she has sex with some other guy and she's just like coming constantly. So like for right. some reason it's the woman doing it that like is more to me like has more. And then it's sort of like so I guess you could say she's not allowed to, but that's then she, 
It's not as right. obvious what women work. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, she might just she, she could, might she, she can fake it, fake not right, orgasming. It'd be, it'd be the one situation where a woman would fake in reverse, a reverse fake orgasm. That's right. kind of fun. She's like trying to keep a straight face and like not get flush. But sure, like I've seen that. As, I've seen that as a rule, and like it makes sense to me that it'd uh, be a rule for women to impose on men. But I, yeah, I think it's a little unusual. I think it's much more common. I guess both could happen. Like, look, these situations are just fraught. So yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. So that'll do it for episode 17 of Your Mileage May Vary. As a reminder, you can contact us at ymmvpod at gmail.com or on our, yeah, we have a Facebook page. You can search for it uh, or on our website, ymmvpod.com. As always, thanks for listening. And we look forward to having you back for our next episode.